0: Oh, and welcome to Run the Table. I'm your host, Bryce Tinson. Obert, how you doing?
1: Very good. I'm going to go, I don't know, 7-0? and No, 6-0 of my picks today? Just
0: just don't. Go be like Mike from last week. He went 0-6. Oh, how you better. doing, Cole? Wonderful as always. Squeeze past you. Um, Cole's going to Cole's going to join us for uh, the picks episode this week. How cool is that? Um, I think it's the, the first time since, like, we three that we had three people on the on the pick show normally it's just me and you obert um last week me me and you both went three and three unfortunate but it happens um we're still we have the inverse record of each other i'm 35 48 and three you're 48 35 and three um mike went 0 and 6 as mentioned before so he's now 31 48 and four underdog wise you lost i lost mike won. Uh, he's nine and four i'm six seven and one you're four and ten uh tough, tough, tough. Um, let's, let's just jump in then. We got the, the first game Thursday Night football, football happened already. So, once again, we haven't picked a Thursday Night Football game in a while, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about how this works. We filmed this on Wednesday. It goes up on Friday. We don't know what's going to happen in this game, and we don't have the full injury report either. So we're going to make predictions for a game that has already happened. When you hear this, we're going to sound stupid, but I just need you to work with me here, okay?
2: You sound pretty stupid. Work with us.
0: That was uncalled for. Um, okay, 49ers <laughs> are three-point favorites traveling to Seattle. Take on the Seahawks. This is the Thursday night game, as mentioned already. Uh, I saw Bruce Irvin today on Twitter say Thursday night football is stupid. He's pretty sore right now. I think he said he's sore as shit were his words um, directly Huff from his out. Twitter. <laughs> um, what, what are your thoughts on this game, Cole?
2: 49ers cover pretty easy. i mean great (laughs) if the the seahawks have players tweeting out that they're banged up then uh, i guess i guess mentally especially defensive players too
0: that's true it's a good point it's fair uh
2: seahawks
1: are leaking some serious oil right now they look bad um i i don't know what's really happened the past three or four weeks but i mean i said it i was like they don't have a run
0: game Right, yeah. and the defense is just completely melted it's, down. It's a, it's a it lot went. of rookies, and and you know they're hitting the wall. I mean, that's really what it is. Yeah.
2: It's a long season, right? And I mean, they yep they just haven't dealt with it before. So
1: right, are used to twelve games. Yep. So a couple of weeks ago, I was like, I'm off, I'm off the Seahawks train after the Raiders game, I think it was, and uh, they haven't done a, a damn thing to make me change my mind on that. <laughs> Meanwhile, the Forty ers have been, you know, just pretty much like the team in the league yep. as far as yep. you know dominating. Uh, uh, teams and just playing very well with Brock Purdy, it almost feels like they've unlocked another segment of their offense. So, there's no reason to not go with the 49ers. I almost feel like this is a trap and minus three. I would take them at minus seven, but uh, as it is, I think the 49ers win this game by 10, something like that. That's
2: I I also agree.
0: That's how I feel. That's how I feel like it's a trap. I'm gonna go Seahawks plus three. I'm gonna give me the points. I think the Seahawks are winning outright. I do. This is this is the typical. You know, it's a short week game. Who wants this more? Who needs this more? The Seahawks are playing it's clearly
1: with their. Not Bruce what? <laughs> I think clearly Bruce Irvin doesn't want it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, backs against the wall for the Seahawks. They're 7 and 6 right now. With a win, they move into the playoffs that, because right. the Giants and, and Commanders play themselves or play uh, the, each other this week. We have that game. We're going to talk about that later. I believe it's Sunday Night Football. Um, so if they win this game they're in and not only that but they still have a clear path to win the division. I mean the the 49ers I believe are they're either 10 and 4 or 9 and 4. I I don't know their exact record right now. 49ers are 9 and 4. Yeah, they're 9 and 4. So they move in they move into a game of the division and it, they're not out of it yet. They would have split with the 49ers and they would be as much into this into the division and getting a home playoff game just as you know any other team. And so I think you, you take all that into account I think, and especially with how they've played the past the past couple of weeks, they're going to come out fighting. They're they're going to want this game as badly as you know any team possibly could. That's not week eighteen, win or go home, type situation. I mean, it, they might not be healthy. They might not have you know a running game right now. Um, it looks like Kenneth Walker's not going to play, and so uh, they're starting running back going to be Travis Homer. Uh, he hasn't started a game in forever. With all that being said, it feels like a, it feels like a trap game. Vegas is saying the 49ers are only three points better. I don't, I don't know if that's true. Like if that line was seven, I would probably take the 49ers, but because it's three, I don't feel good about that line. Vegas knows something and I'm going to go with the Seahawks. Yeah. It's, it's that mental, the mental gymnastics to try and justify the pick.
1: <laughs> and you know, you're a Seahawks lover. You know what I, mean? I You know, you're I have,
0: I, I did early in the season, the Seahawks were the one team that was really, you know, keeping me above water. Um, and I right now I, I I'm not a Seahawks lover because the Lions m- need them to lose in order to make the playoffs, but this is, you know, objective. I just think they're gonna find a way to win this game. I really do.
1: Is this kind of like a reverse jinx thing, maybe a little no, bit? No, because like,
0: it's not an underdog or lock. Like, oh gotcha. th- like these games don't really do much. Um right. in terms of in terms of that. That's my lock and underdog. Uh they do uh, well, underdog not so much, but my lock. Right. Unbelievable. Um Dolphins, Bills. Saturday night football, Bills are seven and a half point favorites at home, seven inches of snow possibly on its way, possibly. It's supposed to come, it's supposed to come, I think, late Saturday night, early into Sunday. So unless the timetable has, has moved up since I last looked, then could have seven inches of snow. It's going to be freezing temperatures though. I'll, I'll double check while you talk.
1: Okay, if we have seven inches of snow, I love this. Absolutely love this. I'm going with the Dolphins regardless, but I'm scared. I mean, seven and a half points is a lot of points for a game where we saw this game earlier in the season. The Dolphins won outright. They won that game by like two or three. And the Bills, meanwhile, I talked about this last week for the for the Jets. Jets Bills game. I don't feel confident taking the the Bills as a big, you know, favorite when their offense isn't humming. They haven't been playing very good yep. football this almost feels like another perfect game for the dolphins again kind of a trap but if <laughs> we get the 7 inches of snow what bryce would It's going
0: to be it looks like it's going to be 3 inches of snow as a, as a high
1: uh What's even the, if the i i think that this is kind of a home T- temperature
0: is going to be 20 degrees with 11 mile per hour winds though <laughs>
1: Wow. Yeah. It's going to be an uglier game. It's going to be a colder game. I would be surprised if the Bills score a ton of points. I think it would be more ugly. It would be low scoring.
0: It might be and- snowing during the game. Yes. Wow. I like that. The
1: Dolphins' offense has been sluggish and has been slow. So I think that will hurt them and prevent them from winning this game. But we've seen the Bills and kind of these uglier, low scoring games. Yeah. It's close. It's typically close. And I think something similar happens this time, and the Bills win this game by, I'll say, three or four. Again, Dolphins' offense is so bad that the question becomes: Is that just how they're going to be the next couple of weeks at yeah. end of the season, or is it a matter of okay, that was a blip on the radar? I don't, I don't know. We'll see. So I'm going to go with the Dolphins. I am cautious. What do you think?
2: So I saw a new, like a little news thing about the Dolphins. Right? Uh-oh. They were at SoFi Stadium this, right? Yep. 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 It was fifty-five oh. degrees. Yeah, and they had heaters Angeles. on the sidelines. They had heaters in fifty-five oh. degree weather in Los Angeles. <laughs> are you kidding me? Okay, <laughs> if they can't handle fifty-five degrees, how the hell are they going to handle basically That's a great zero point? So I'm ha- I'm sitting there. I'm having the Bills cover.
0: Okay, oh, I like, I like that.
2: The Dolphins' run game n- not not great. I mean, right. yes, Not they no, can no, run. Right. They can run jet sweeps, but they have <laughs> they, a bunch of they, they, have a, they have a bunch of Southern boys on their team. Right? They can't handle the cold. I just feel like the Bills will be able to handle it a lot better.
0: Yeah, you know, I, I. I almost picked the Bills. I really almost did. And I've, I've done this a billion times this year where the the Bills are a touchdown plus favorites against a team that I don't view as very good and they cannot find a way to cover. And against the Jets, they were up, they were up 12 and it was a right. ten, I think it was a 10-point line or nine and a half point line and the Jets come out, kick a field goal, which was a smart thing to do in that situation. And it screwed me. And, and, it, and it screwed me. And I saw the temperature stuff. There's also the travel thing. It's a short week for both teams. There, you know, it's it's a six day, it's it's like going from Monday night to a Sunday night uh, game. And, and then you put in the fact that there's the weather like the Dolphins are going from Los Angeles back to Miami, then to Buffalo. Yep. So uh, travel, the weather, I, I almost did, but I think it's going to be so low scoring that I right. feel like I feel like the the, the Dolphins are going to be able to cover. I really do. I don't think they're going to win. They're, they don't run the ball well enough. Um, Jeff Wilson's still not healthy. Raheem Mostert they're, they're, they're back right now. Um, I, I don't think they're going to be able to throw the ball. But I don't know if the Bills' offense is going to be able to either. Uh, Josh Allen does right. not look good. He, he looks like a he looks like the quarterback that they drafted uh, the past right. couple of weeks. Which is tough, That's which brutal. is tough to say, but that it's the brutal. truth. I mean, he has been he has been very mediocre recently. And so do I feel like the Bills are this world beater right now? Absolutely not. I wouldn't take them to win the to win the AFC right now. They would probably be my third or fourth pick. Right? And Folks, so Josh Hutton
1: threw for 147 exactly. yards last week. <laughs> and, and you can say, I will say the Jets defense,
0: run. the Jets defense is better than the Dolphins defense, right. but that is still like we've seen we've seen Kirk Cousins through for I think like three hundred yards against that defense. Yeah.
2: So, okay, but Kirk Cousins is God reincarnated. Fair, so. fair.
0: And that's true. Fair. Um, speaking uh, – oh, no, not speaking. We've got to hold off on the Jets talk. I, I jumped the gun a little bit on that one. Oh. Uh, next game we're going to talk about is Titans Chargers. Uh, the Chargers are three-point favorites at home for the second week in a row. This is an interesting game. Um, the Titans coming off of uh, – Absolutely embarrassing performance against the Jaguars that kept them in the division race. The Chargers coming off into a fantastic Sunday night. Was that Sunday night or Monday night?
2: Monday. Wait.
0: It was Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, it was Sunday night. A Sunday night because uh, the Patriots Cardinals was Monday night. Um, a Sunday night win over the Dolphins in which the, they had a bunch of second and third stringers playing defense and looked really fantastic. Um, what, what do you want to you add your two cents on, onto this game for?
2: Oh, th- I mean, honestly, with the way the Titans looked last week, mm-hmm. It looked bad. Yeah, it did. And when you have – I'm going to say this, and you're not going to like it, but Justin Herbert is a much better quarterback than Trevor Lawrence is, right?
0: Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I love Trevor, and, and he's starting to get there,
2: but – He's not
0: there yet. He's not Justin he's Herbert. He's not
2: Justin Herbert. The Chargers offense is just too – Well, public. Joe Lombardi's an idiot, okay. so – well <laughs> – sure. Yeah. The, the Chargers offense is just uh, – too good compared to the Titans' defense. And if the uh, Jaguars can put up that many points, I feel like the Chargers can too. Uh, so I'm, I got the Chargers covering,
0: obviously.
1: Obert? um, First off, I want to say we are a Kirk Cousins podcast.
0: I mean, we all... <laughs> we can't steal that from PMT. <laughs>
1: oh, are they really? They're, okay, guard well, it.
0: Well, they're a, <clears throat> they're an anti-Kirk Cousins in in the sense that they make fun of him a lot, but... <laughs> I think he's an A W L, so that's hey, tough.
1: I'm high on Kirk. I think you're high on Kirk. Cole is high on People Kirk. People
0: don't realize how good a Kirk Cousins is, and it and it actually makes yes. me angry because he's, he's like, just this he's just this nerdy white quarterback. People are like, he can't be a top ten quarterback. Newsflash, folks! He's playing like it.
2: Hey, and considering considering he is like one of three Michigan State uh, players he's got, he's in the, got the got NFL Michigan right State now. State so. that's, that's why I want Perk to uh, do good.
1: Most importantly, he's sheisty. He is exactly. sheisty. <laughs> it is I Perk
2: mean. Cousins that Perk Thirty, baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: very sheisty. I am going with the Chargers as well. Listen, this is a scary game because this is so the type of game the Chargers will lose, coming off of a huge That's game against true. the Dolphins, yep. right in the thick of a playoff race. I mean, if they win this game, I think they're probably in that last spot. De-
0: I feel pretty confident about it, considering the teams that are fighting uh, for that spot of the Patriots and the Jets. But Right.
1: Yeah. Depends on the next game we'll talk about in a second. But, you know, you look at this game, totally the type of game the Chargers would lose, totally the type of game the Titans would win. We're just starting to doubt the Titans. We're starting to feel like, oh, is this a team that can do anything? And then right when you think that, they just come in and win a game. It's like, oh, damn it. But having said that, I can't overthink <laughs> this. I can't. I'm going with the Chargers, and I think they win this game by 7 or 10. Folks, they're playing so much better than the Titans are right now. Cole had on the fact that the Titans played awful against the Jaguars. The Chargers looked very good against the Dolphins. Um, I think that game was closer, or was uh, more of a blowout than the score told you. Tyree Kill goes for a, what, 80-yard touch or 60-yard touchdown on, on a, a fumble? fumble? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <It's- laughs>
1: So there was a lot of gimmicky stuff from the Dolphins to even get that game as close as it was. I think the Chargers totally outplayed them. And there's nothing that I've seen that leads me to believe the Chargers don't have that sort of performance again on Sunday against the Titans. So, like I said, scary, weird game. Um, the Titans and Chargers, totally the type of game where you would feel like the Titans went out right but i'm not going to do that just because of a of a trend so i'm going to take the chargers to win by 7 or 10 yeah
0: you hate you hate trends or you hate using trends to pick games right. um and i would normally this is a spot where i would absolutely agree with you this is a spot where the chargers falter and the titans show up the problem is the titans defense has been playing 31st second football the past two or three weeks i mean right. the only defense that's been worse than them on paper, eh, maybe 30th are the Vikings and the Bears. I mean, that's how bad of a defense they've been. They gave up 40, I think it was 43 to the Eagles, and they gave up 36 to the Jaguars. They're not they're not looking cohesive on the defensive side of the ball. And offensively, if you have to rely on Ryan Tannehill to throw the ball to make a comeback, it's not going to happen. I mean, normally the Titans can basically ensure that they're going to beat the Jaguars because Derrick Henry's going to rush for 160 yards on them. And even that wasn't enough. I think he had like 130 I wasn't enough this week because their defense was so piss poor. And if you're going to tell me this is going to come down to a battle of the running backs, because I don't think each either, well, or a battle of the quarterbacks, because I don't think that the Chargers are going to be able to run the ball very well. And I think that the Titans are going to have to throw the football. I think that's going to be the kind of game this becomes. If they can control the ground game, which the Chargers defense, uh, the front seven has been very bad against the run. I think there's a possibility that they could just two clock maintain control of the football and, and all of a sudden this is a this is a 20 to 17 game and and the uh, titans have a shot to win this at the end um i just don't think their defense is going to hold up enough for that to happen i think the chargers are going to go for 27 31 points uh on on saturday or on sunday and the titans are going to be forced to throw the football Traylon Burks doesn't look i don't know if he'll, he's out of concussion protocol yet Outside of him, Robert Woods is their next best receiver. And like you mentioned in, in the Civil War episode, <laughs> he's, so he's, he's so done bad. nothing this season. Actually, oh their, best, their best option right now to throw the football to might be Chickaconquo. It might be. Um, and so uh, if they can't rely on Derrick Henry um, to win this game, they're not going to. And so that, with that, I'm going to take the Chargers. I just feel more confident in the direction they're going right now than I do the Titans. But you're absolutely right. This is a game the Titans win and the Chargers lose 95% of the time.
1: But you, and also this as well, the Chargers' run defenses look
2: better. It looks better
0: against the Dolphins, but like the right. Dolphins' rush ev- or rush offense isn't something oh, right home it. about. So,
2: so I mean, it's one thing to look at who's going to be receiving the ball, but look at who's going to be throwing the ball. <laughs> yeah, right.
0: Ryan Tannehill,
2: he's so bad. He's not. And moderate. they got to go. And they got to go cross
0: country in order to uh, yeah, a cross country trip. Just, I don't know how much that's going to play a it's factor just into so it. So
2: much against the Titans and.
0: Yep. Yeah. The game we've alluded to now a couple times. We got Lions at Jets. This is a pick 'em. Even. Vegas, open, um, open Jets minus one. It moved to Lions minus one. So the same kind of action that we saw last week against the Vikings. Now it's standing pat at even. Um, haven't seen any movement in the past 24 hours. So we're going with it. It's going to be a straight up pick 'em. Who do you think is going to win this game? You want to go first, Cole? Lions. Any reason oh, why? They're dogs. Okay. Fair enough.
1: Obert? Um, I love this. So uh, a little bit Lions, Jets. First off, there is a, a piece to this that is concerning. I have the Lions to win this game. I've been big on the Lions for the past three weeks. I think since they won that game to get to four and seven, I was like, all right, this could be a playoff team. And, you know, you were like, oh, no, this is what the Lions do, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, listen, I think this could be a playoff team. And I really believe that. I still believe it now. And they win a few games, you know, they go three and one the rest of the way. It gets serious. They'll need some help. But if they go three and one, this gets serious. And it starts right here against the Jets. I'm taking the Lions to win this game. The scary thing is that pass offense, which has been so dynamic for the Lions going against a really good pass defense for the Jets, could bring up some problems. But they're so dynamic. They have so many options, so many targets that they can go to. I think they can overcome some, you know, a really prickly Jets pass defense. So there's that aspect. Jared Goff has been fantastic this year. Um, You know, I've been kind of a critic uh, of the Lions' decision not to take a quarterback in the first round because at some point you just got to man up and take (laughs) your guy. Um, But they haven't, and maybe maybe it's working out. I don't know if it's sustainable. I think it has more to do with the offensive coordinator, Ben Ben Johnson, Johnson. baby. He's He's just an absolute dude. Um, but who knows? Maybe Jared Goff overnight became a, a, a top 10 quarterback. Um, so I, I am going to take the lions though. This pass offense, it's like unstoppable force versus immovable object. The lions pass offense wins the day and they win this game. And by the way, Lions defense, you know, it's young and experienced. It's been very good. Aiden Hutchinson has stepped up immensely the past few weeks. I'm taking the lions to win this game outright. I'll say by four it's a relatively close game. I'll say Lions twenty one seventeen.
0: I'm going with the Jets. I am. Um I I just feel like so you mentioned the Lions going three one, and I think they do, but I think this is the game they lose. Um I, I just the Jets need this game as much as the Lions do to stay alive in the playoff race. So you can't really use that as an added motivation. I do think this this is contingent on whether or not Mike White plays. If Mike White is, you know, it comes out on Friday or um or Saturday, even Sunday morning, that Mike White is not gonna play and it's gonna be Zach Wilson. I'm I am i am going to take the Lions because Zach Wilson's a terrible quarterback. Um but Mike White is is like that. He is shisty and, and the team plays for him, and there's no question about that. He is. You can't say he's not, he is. He,
1: I'll say he's okay. shisty. I don't know if I would say he's like that. Okay. Right. Fair enough. Fair enough. He's fair enough. He's getting
0: close to him status though. He he like. is he is playing on another level in the sense of what the Jets had uh, this is probably the best quarterback play they've had since I don't know Mark, Mark Sanchez, Sanchez yeah. maybe Sam sense. Darnold at the, a little bit at the beginning, um, yeah. but it, I mean he's he's slinging the rock right now. The team loves playing for him. The the connection he has with Garrett Wilson is is real. Um, and then the defense is playing out of this out of out of their mind. Like Robert Sala's he has done an incredible job of taking the young talent they've had or they have and infusing it with the already existing infrastructure and making that, you know, a top 10 unit in football. They've been fantastic against the pass. They're physical at the point of attack. Um, And people always get on sauce for all these DPIs, but you know, he's just a physical corner. That's what he was at Cincinnati. He's long. He's, he's long in his arms. I think, I think he's got like a a 38 inch wingspan or 40 inch wingspan. I think it's something along those lines. It's, it's kind of crazy. Um, to me, this just feels like a game the Lions lose, you know, and, and I know this isn't, you know, same old Lions, but this just feels like a game they're going to lose. And at the end of the day, what's going to happen at the end of the day, what is going to happen is they're going to go three and one to finish out the season and they're going to miss the playoffs because of a tie. Because of the tie between the Giants and the and the Commanders, okay. that's what's going to end up happening, and people are going to say, "Oh no, you're just you're uh, you're just saying this because you know you've been you've been hurt before." But I'm telling you, that is what's going to happen, and you guys, you have to be ready for it because I am. I'm prepared for it to happen. They're losing this week. They have to go to New York. They already played in that stadium once. They did play well, but um, somebody's going to tear their ACL in that game because it just happens in every single MetLife Stadium game that that occurs.
2: So I I, I have a better reasoning than the lions are just dogs. So even if Mike white does play, he'll be on so many opiates and Novocaine <laughs> that yeah. he just won't be able to s- tell the difference between a green and a blue jer- or a green and a white Jersey. I will say um, that their inability
0: yeah. to run the football, the jets, um, without Brees hall exactly. has, it's, has been a serious issue. And yeah. I think that that, that definitely plays into, uh, it plays in the lions hands because they've been so poor against the run for most of the season although they've been playing really well as of late um I, I think their weakest their weakest spot is the uh at least the linebacker position of the front seven um
2: mm-hmm. but I, I mean if if the lions put pressure oh, they've on they've been playing m- well yeah seven. if the Lions if the lions put pressure on mike white then if he gets hit a couple times Right, and they will be might. able to stay in. And they might. Because they and don't have
0: they don't have tr- uh what's his name? Mackay Backton. And there's um,
2: the, the the cougar getter comes back in and <laughs> throws a bunch
0: of mallards and the Lions win by like twenty. It might happen. It, and I'm not saying it couldn't, but if Mike White plays that game, I just I don't know. I feel like I feel like they're gonna be because the Jets need this game as much as the Lions do. They, they, have to, they have to keep pace in the AFC playoff race, and this is the way for them to do it is win this game. This is you know two teams that are going to be yeah. extra motivated. I just mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, did, did you I, mean, think, I know
2: you saw the slow-mo of Mike White getting folded. <laughs> Matt Milano took dude, out his appendix. Exactly. Oh, that is like got, two broken ribs right there, and that's just...
1: You saw him on the ground kicking and screaming yes, like a toddler. Dude, it was
2: awful. He might have punctured
1: a lung.
0: Right? I I do I do reserve the right to change my pick if he doesn't play.
1: Okay. Okay, that's All fair. Right, that's fair. fair. Um okay. I'll okay. say this. I uh, you know, I I look at Mike White even if he is if even if he is playing in this game, fully healthy or not not fully healthy, it's going to be hard for him to step up into the pocket with Aiden Hutchinson crashing down ready to lay the hammer if you know, if he gets, you know, off a of block or something like that. I think he's going to be a little bit afraid to take a hit.
0: The lion, the lions. Mike a, White's not afraid to take hits. Don't the yeah? The lions have another. Uh, he, he said they have to peel him off the field. He might
2: be
1: with the punctured lung. He yeah, said they'd I, have I, to
0: peel him off the field if they wanted him. If they wanted him to sit on the bench. Well, True,
2: but I mean, they might have he, have he take deal, deal, will take all the hits. Get
0: their shovels. They're going to have to scrape. We're them off. talking about know. Western Kentucky legend Mike White, okay? okay.
2: Well, hmm. uh, the lions have another rookie, James Houston, dog, absolute dog. Two guys coming off the edge. He
0: is. He is really, really good. I, I will say that. Is he's, is the Jets' offensive line good enough? It's fine. It's it's nothing. I mean, it's nothing to be you know too you know excited about. But he hasn't played the entire season basically. Yeah, oh, he's really? been hurt because he's fat.
2: He's fat, big, hurting.
0: He's very, he was very out of shape when he was playing. Uh-huh. We guy
2: back then, out, fat. <laughs> <laughs>
0: injury <OB-City>. report, fat. <laughs> McDonald's run. <laughs> um, okay, last game, Sunday Night Football. Giants, Commanders. Commanders are four and a half point favorites. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think this was the line the last time these two played, and very it much. ended up in a, a tie. tie. So I think it was a three and a half point. Was probably. it three and a half? Okay. Yeah. So now that the Commanders are at home, Point point and a half usually is how it goes um four and a half makes sense what do you think what no what do you think?
2: The Giants are playing very bad football yeah it's been awful. Danny dimes has not been throwing dimes. that's for sure and i I mean, yeah, it'll probably be a three point game like I feel like the the commanders will win this game. But I feel like they won't cover. Oh, so okay.
0: What do you got, Obert?
1: I have the commanders winning outright, but the giants covering this four and a half point spread. It was the exact same thing in the Meadowlands in, uh, in Met Life. And um, I, th- I think it'll be something similar here. Listen, the giants are coming off of a buy, or no, no, the it-
0: commanders are coming off a buy.
1: Coming off by, uh, we saw this match matchup two weeks ago. Obviously, the Giants aren't playing very well, but it'll be a game where two teams that are kind of lucky to still be in the playoff hunt are battling it out, kind of a mid-fest, like it was a couple of weeks hey ago. Hey, man,
0: the I think the Commanders are like 6-1-1 one, one in their last eight games.
1: And who was the tie to? This team that we're playing this week. Yeah, the, so, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. It'll be interesting. Here, um,
0: here, are, here are the last... Uh, let's go to the last five games six games Ooh. last six no eight games we'll go back to the they beat the bears 12 to 7 oh god they beat the packers 23 21 they beat the colts 17 <laughs> 16 they lose to the vikings 2017 they beat the eagles 32 21 they beat the texans 23 to 10 not anything to be proud of. they beat the falcons 19 13 by or not by they tie the commanders or they tie the giants then by then they play the Giants again.
2: That's- that's just so not the, a good. Well, that's not a good stretch of game. They, yeah, they, they won. They won six of them though. They've won. That's the only. That's the. That's the good part.
1: They're coming off of buy. that helps the commanders. I'm not a huge Ron Rivera guy. I don't know how much we'll game plan. He
0: had cancer. Okay.
1: All right. <laughs> so let me let me pivot there. I actually am a big Ron Rivera fan. Um, <laughs> I think he's actually a great. You host. did not have to bring that up. You did not have to bring that up. And by the way, I was a huge Mike Leach fan as well. Um,
0: and <laughs> oh God! No,
1: no, but actually, no, he no, actually no. was it. We, yeah.
0: we both were. Oh no, Mike, Mike
1: Leach. Leach is
2: great. Yeah,
1: uh, was great. Unfortunately, oh, no. All right, I'm the taking the goat for real. I'm taking the Giants to cover the spread close low scoring game much like the the last rendition giants got blown out last week they just got a reality check and wake up call from the eagles who would probably blow out i don't know 25 teams in the league in my opinion so i'm not really too worried about that i don't think it affects their bottom line if their defense can figure something out in this game they'll be fine i don't see tyler or taylor heineke uh you know dropping dimes and just you know, being a beast because he really isn't. So again, low-scoring game. Also, the Commanders win. How about twenty to sixteen?
0: Okay. Um. Yeah, I'm going with the Commanders. I think that they're the better team. Um, I don't think it's particularly close. They they play they do play a lot of close games. I will say that. Um, but I do think coming off of a bye. Meanwhile, the Giants got mollywopped in every sense of the word. They got beat up left and right by that physical front of the Eagles. They're playing another physical front in uh, um in Washington, and I feel like the Commanders getting that much needed rest It came late in the season. And they're feeling uh, they're playing pretty well too. I think offensively they're going to be feeling a little bit better. They're going to have a better game plan than they did when they played the Giants, but I don't think the Giants are going to be able to put up points. I think they're going to be able to put up maybe 10 points in this game. So, I'm going to go with I'm going to go with the Commanders to win this game. Twenty seven thirteen. I think it's going to be a fourteen point game. It's it's going to be one of those where it's twenty thirteen. The the Giants need to stop, and then the Commanders break off a long run or something, and, and they score a touchdown. That's what I that's what I feel like is going to happen. Um, okay, so we got ten minutes left. Um, we got our locks and underdogs real quick. You want to get into your your uh, underdog pick or your lock pick, whatever one you want to start with?
1: Uh, okay, I'll go with underdog. Bucks at Bengals. Um I have the Bucks plus three and a half. Um, or no, Bengals at Bucks, excuse me. Uh I have the uh, Bucks plus three and a half at home. They kind of need this game um after getting pretty much blown out by the 49ers. Same sort of sentiment with the uh with the Giants. I think a lot of teams would get blown out by the 49ers at this stage. So not really too concerned about that. The Bucks need this game. They've done a good job of not stacking losses yep. and kind of just letting one thing, you know, snowball into another. So they do a pretty good job adjusting. Uh, it's, you know, interesting in the sense that you you have the GOAT, Tom Brady or one of the GOATs um, going up against his, you know, He's kind like of carbon copy quarterback of five. all time. Right. Uh, kind of one of the guys that's most similar to him and Joe Burrow. Um, so I think it's uh, it's Joe. Um, and we'll see who wins. I think it's either a Bengals blowout and they dominate a team they're much better than, or this is a very close game and the Bucks do what they do, which is win games they're not supposed to. And I'll say this. I watched the Bengals game last week. A lot of their offense was very sluggish, and they profited off of some weak penalty calls, some poor officiating, and overall just kind of gimmies penalty-wise. I didn't feel like they did a lot to earn that victory. A lot of it was just... Bad penalties, bad bad officiating parts of that game were unwatchable. I think the Browns had something like eight or nine penalties in that first half. So um, it wasn't a lot of what they did. It was kind of just what the Browns did poorly and poor calls made from the officials. So I think this is kind of an opportunity for a um, drop-off week for the Bengals, especially offensively.
0: Um, I'm going with the Rams plus seven taking on the Green Bay Packers. I feel like they kind of ride the momentum of the Monday night game. They get a mini buy um, of the Thursday night game. I don't know why I said Monday night. Uh, they get a, they get the mini buy coming off the 17-16 win over the Raiders. Baker played really well to finish that game. And I think Joe Barry as, as the defensive coordinator of the Packers is one of the worst in the in the league. He, he just does not understand the concept of playing physical defense. He plays soft zone after soft zone after soft zone. And Baker's a quarterback that will take advantage of that. He's very good intermediate uh, to short. He, he's not exactly, you know, the deep ball thrower that some of the other quarterbacks are, but he's usually very consistent in that, that 10 to 15, 20 range. And uh, even, even shorter than that. And I think that the, um, the Rams will take advantage of that. Cam Akers played pretty well too. Um, he, he seems to get to be getting his footing now that, uh, Ka- or Sean McVay doesn't have a choice, but to play him. Um, and, and the defense played well too, even though they're a little bit banged up. So, I don't really trust the Packers at this point in the season. I'm not sure what's happening with Aaron Rodgers. They're coming off a buy though. So that does help them. Uh, they do need that. They, in order for them to make the playoffs, they need to win out and they need to have the Seahawks, um, the commander or no, the Seahawks and the Giants to lose three of four, and the Commanders to lose two of four. So they need a lot to have happen, but it starts with winning out. They do need this game. However, I think they're running into a team that's kind of feeling, uh, you know, some type of way in, in in the Rams, and I think the Rams are able to pull off their second consecutive upset with Baker Mayfield at quarterback.
1: Yep, I also think uh, Christian Watson and Aaron Jones go nuts in the. Practice. I think
0: you know I feel like Aaron Jones tears his ACL in that first series. And... Oh my God! What?
1: No, I said I, an fe-
0: I said I feel like he does.
1: Okay, just yeah, speculation. Yeah, I, uh, I have the Cowboys at the Jaguars for my law. Cowboys are only minus four. That's probably the best value I'm going to get on the Cowboys yeah. going up against a team that's well below 500 all year. Um, the Jaguars are a really sheisty team that it feels like week in and week out. It's either terrible performance or a performance that makes you say, "Oh my God, this is one of the best teams in football." Um, but I think this is kind of a you know weaker, average, mediocre performance from yeah. the Jags, and the Cowboys profit off of it. Obviously, the Cowboys played their worst game of the season against the Texans last week, but they're due for you know kind of a bounce back week. I think Dak plays so much better. That was really the reason why that game was as close as it was and as tight as tight as it was towards the end there, because he threw two bad picks right in his own territory yep. that really led to the he Texans coming back game. Uh, Turpin had a bad muffed punt that also led to the Texans' first touchdown. So most of the points from the Texans came off of turnovers. If the Cowboys can prevent that, I think an offense led by Trevor Lawrence and kind of that passing attack gets shut down by a Cowboys defensive line and blitzing uh, attack um, to the point that they really struggled to move the ball and the Cowboys forced them into bad turnovers and bad mistakes. The Cowboys win this game fairly easily I think by 11 I'll say 28
0: I thought about taking the Jags as my underdog but it feels like this line's too good to be true um it kind of almost feels like just because of the the Texans game last week Vegas is automatically devaluing the Cowboys just you know based off the one week and Vegas doesn't usually do that and so I was was a little bit confused how this line wasn't like six and a half points um but I, I do think you're getting good value there and I think it's probably the only time you'll be able to get that because we saw a a look ahead week or a look ahead line that the Cowboys are favored by one and a half at home against the Eagles and so this line maybe Vegas likes the Jaguars at home more than you know they should who knows I'm going with the Eagles speaking of them minus nine playing the Bears in Chicago we're talking about the worst team uh, the 20 or the 31st best team in the league right now going up against the best team in the NFL we're coming off of two straight weeks of uh, the Eagles beating the the Breaks off the Titans and the Giants who are better than the Bears. I I don't know how they don't win this game by, you know, 28 points. Seriously, this just feels like free money at this point with how well the Eagles are playing their buzzsaw. Offense is humming. They're able to run the ball with Miles Sanders and Kenneth Gainwell. Jalen Hurts doesn't have to run the ball, but he is spinning the rock. He's finding Devontae Smith. He's finding A.J. Brown. uh, They're just playing really good football, and... I know it seems like a lot at nine, and I kind of picked the same way last week when uh, the Chiefs were playing the Broncos, but i got i got I got shafted by that game i had oh, yeah. i had I was up seventeen and a half points against the spread, and then the chiefs just blew it and, and so you know oh. there's really nothing i can I can do about that, but bounce back and, and and Jalen hurts will not do that to me he only has three picks on the year there's no way he's throwing three in one game. Uh, I still, you, still, you tweeted out more fraud. I did tweet out my fraud because he is a fraud. He, I, d- 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 <laughs> don't, those two throws that Josie Jewell picked off. I, listen, I could make better throws than that. Seriously, it was terrible. Um, yeah. and listen, a, a lot of that was motivated based on the fact that I did have him as my lock and I just want to win one lock. Please let me win a lock at some point th- this season. The last time I won a lock was like eight weeks ago. So <laughs> please, Eagles, don't let me down. Please, just win by – all I need you to do is win by 10. That's it. That should be doable. That should be doable, especially against a Bears team that might not have Justin Fields. And even if they do, I think he might have 100 yards of total offense. So
1: – Boy, I hope not.
0: <laughs> the, I, I say the Eagles win this game 38-6. to Oh my 32 wow. point. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I like the. I don't, though. I don't think the bears get in the end zone, but
2: that, that's fair. Yep. That's fair. Okay. I, we got,
1: I, I, I like the bears offense a little bit more. I mean, you look at what the giants did 22 points in that game. Like that's that the bears fair. Got, uh, uh, one of
0: those was a garbage time touchdown though. Okay. Well, why not? Okay. I'm, um, 13. Okay. 38, 13. That is that fair. <laughs> okay.
1: I just want a down for fields. That's all I want.
0: It's not going to be fields. it's going to be a rushing touchdown with, uh, no. with I don't Uh-oh. I don't even know who they're running but Cleo Herbert. <laughs> uh, okay, we we got a slate of college football games that we're going to talk about uh, New Year's six, or not New Year's six bowls. So Rose Bowl, Cotton Bowl, Sugar Bowl, uh, Orange That's Bowl, playoff New Year's six. So technically I, it is
1: New Year's six. No,
0: are, I, did I say are, not New Year's six? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Was, I meant non-playoff year New Year's Six. Year. Um, and then we got three more, the Alamo Bowl, the Gator Bowl, and then the Citrus Bowl. We forgot about the Gator Bowl when we were talking about it, but that's, oh. that's an important, yeah, it's an important that, 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 game. Yeah. So uh, we'll take a quick break, and then we'll be right back we're talking about those games. You're not going to want to miss it, so stick around. Progress we are back folks and we got some college football games to talk to you about um there was a little bit of confusion before uh before we left as i tried to spit out the words um these are the non-playoff new year's six bowls along with three others that we thought you know are pretty good games to talk about uh at least two of them are ranked and the other one is the citrus bowl which in my opinion is the best um non-new year's six bowl out there i don't know if you would agree with that
1: yeah, they take the best SEC team and best Big Ten. They get the pretty much first pick of what teams they want uh, of all the non New Year's Six Bowls. So, t- yes, it uh, objectively is.
0: Um, it just so happened that this year it was a little bit uh, of a down year for them, uh, but it is what it is. So, first game we're going to talk about is Texas against Washington. They're playing in the Alamo. Texas is four and a half point favorites. Um, not too much uh, on the side of of transfer. I think Xavier Worthy is a name that has been thrown around a little bit for Texas. Um transfer? what? Is he transferring? He might, yeah. Uh, I don't I, I saw there was there were some names. Uh Bijan, I don't know if he'll play. My guess is probably not. Um That's that's what I was gonna I think, talk about. I don't because... know if Roshan's gonna play either. Um Thank you. I think so.
1: I don't know what, cause I know he's graduating, but I don't know, like, is he projected to get picked? And if so, when?
0: Yeah. He, he's going to probably be a, a second or third round pick if, in, in all honesty. I mean, if, you, you, saw him, you watched him play a lot this year. He's, he's explosive. He's got, he's got that kind of, uh you know, burst ability and you need that in a young running back. Um, so I think he'll, I think he'll likely probably declare two um, for Washington. Pennix is coming back. He's a Heisman front runner for next year. Um, so they'll still have him. Outside of that, I didn't. We didn't watch a ton of Washington football, so I don't know a ton about you know everybody else. Um,
2: I saw it firsthand one game, and I was, <laughs> that was. I think that, that was, was the the one of the, yeah. like the three
0: games we watched was the Michigan State game. Yeah, that was
2: disappointing <laughs> for me. But
1: Michigan State, Oregon, and UCLA. Yep, I won't. Yep. I
0: won't. Yeah, so there's really. I think I watched the. I don't know. No, they didn't play Utah this year, right? I don't think so. Um, so I, this is one of those games, again, where we really don't know what's happening. I've seen a couple of Texas offensive linemen, or at least one has transferred out a starter, or a six-man, uh, six, their six their rotational offensive lineman, transferred out. Um, I don't know if uh, DeMarvion, DeMarvion Overshawn will play uh, because he'll likely be a draft pick. So I, I, what is this game? It's going to be Quinn Ewers throwing to who? Right. Himself.
1: Uh- I, I I like Texas here. Um, it'll be interesting to see how it goes, but obviously I'm endi- I'm going to end up picking Texas. Uh, it is a pretty deep team, so I'm not too worried about transfers and stuff like that. Um, I'm sure in some capacity it'll it'll affect them, but uh, I'm gonna go with Texas. I think Washington having Michael Penix Jr. come in or still be playing in this game and not transferring or or graduating and going pro helps them and feels like they've got some energy there. But at the same time, Texas, Texas football, this is a huge game for them. I mean, for Sark, like you win this game, you get to nine wins and you can kind of piece together, you know, some momentum going into next season.
0: Yeah, I mean, we're talking about nine and four versus eight and five. that's, that's, That's a big, in college football, nine and four is respectable. Eight and five is your season was kind of a of, a, of right.
1: a shitter. So hopefully Texas can pull it out. I'll be watching. And, you know, I've lost hope as far as the season being a success, even if they win this game, it's still a bit of a disappointment, but at the same time, there's some positives you can take yeah. away. If, if, if Texas pulls through.
0: What do you think?
2: I got Washington.
0: Yeah, I do. I do think, I do think Washington is going to find a way to win this game. I, I just, at, at this point, when you kind of get into this situation of who's playing, who's not playing, I'm going to look at the quarterback more often than not because they controlled the game so much and Michael Penix looks much better than Quinn Ewers did. As much as I as I love Quinn Ewers at the start of the season, he did not play up to my expectations at all and he definitely didn't play up to yours either because I know we were in the same boat with him. We thought that, you know, there was a potential for him as a Heisman dark horse, um and he didn't play nearly nearly uh, it, it, like that this season. There was a couple of games where it was like the TCU game being one of them where he threw, you know, was 17 of whatever. Um I think it was 49, right?
1: <laughs> Just awful. Well, um, you know, he's a young kid. He's right. Young.
0: And, uh, and he he is, I think hes he was a 19, 19 year old as a true uh, sophomore, or 18 maybe. Like, remember, he declared a year early. So um, he will be young, and, and, and the, the maturation process is going to take a little bit longer for him as compared to some other quarterbacks coming out like Caleb Williams.
2: Right. I, totally yeah, I, I see the. B, B. John Robinson is not going to be. Playing in that no, game. he's going to be a top ten so, pick. So yeah, exactly. Um, and towards the end of the season, he was basically the entire offense for Texas. And Quinn, of yours did not
0: look good. Yeah, either, it, so. it is what it is. I, I'm I'm interested to see the game at least to see if you know this month. Uh, this month break kind of helped Quinn develop a little bit. Um, I, I, other than that, I really don't have anything else to say on this game.
1: If 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 Texas has one of their two running, even if I think they've got another Robinson that that's their third string, I think their running game will be fine. The question is, can they stop Michael Penix Jr. and can Quinn Ewers kind of step up and almost feel like he's developed in the last month leading up to the ball game? So and, we'll
0: see. and we, we got to remember that Washington's defense was like bottom of the of the Pac twelve. So right. in terms of you know the top five tier, top six tier, I think they were the worst defense of of that bunch. So. It'll be a great opportunity for you know, Quinn to kind of see the field a little bit better, um, especially playing you know maybe a Pac-12 team. It'll be interesting to see how the Big 12 compares to the Pac-12 in a game like this, even at you know the a little bit of a depleted roster. Next game, the Gator Bowl, which we we weren't going to talk about, and then I was looking through ESPN, I was like, how how do we miss this game? Notre Dame, what? It's one of the
1: biggest bowls and one of the most. Or Bulls I'm most excited for between these two teams. Yeah. Very
0: competitive. Notre Dame, two-point favorites playing against South Carolina. Um, South Carolina is going to be without their best player. Oh, the tight end. What's his name? It's something Bell. It's something. Jaheem Bell. Jaheim Bell, Wait, tight is end.
2: He, isn't he going to be a first-round pick or something? No, he's transferring. Oh, he's transferring. He's transferring. Out of South- yeah. uh,
0: I, I didn't see that. I can, I can look. But um, Notre Dame doesn't have Drew, Drew Pine. I don't know who their quarterback's going to be. I've seen some rumors that uh, uh, they could be getting Devin Leary. That would be an interesting fit. I think that could work. Um, but like what we're seeing right now with, with the quarterbacks, and I just want to touch on this real quick with the transfer portal is like guys will replace each other. It's just a carousel of yes. of quarterbacks that, and you, you won't really see a new guy. We saw that with um, I think it was West Virginia and JT Daniels. Like he went to Georgia. Some oh no, then it was Bo Nix went to Oregon. Zach Calzado went to Texas A and M, uh, and somebody went to Auburn. I, I forget who it was. I can't remember max johnson, oh, it, was max johnson. No. it was max johnson wasn't it auburn. no no Calzado went to auburn max johnson went to a that's what it was it's, that's it's what it was. turning And into jane the, daniels went to lsu it was like co- hold on let me keep track of all this real it quick. really is yeah. and
2: it's like it's frustrating it, it is very frustrating
1: um it, it'll, it'll, florida,
0: state. florida state Ooh, that's a good pickup for them i like that
2: they're yep. gonna be good next year um and and,
0: and you know it'll I think it'll eventually that stuff will fix itself. Um, Josh Pate touched on this last night. It's like with NIL with the transfer portal, kids are gonna start to realize that you know there's guys, there are like adults that are gonna promise them things and then back out on that promise. And maybe right. it's better to go to a place where you can develop like a Michigan. Or like a Georgia or an Alabama where you you mentioned before this season, I think Georgia took like one transfer. Go to a a place where where you trust the coaching staff, where you know they're going to develop you rather than going to a place like Miami or Oregon where, and I love Dan Lanning. I, I don't want this to be a slight of him. I really don't like Mario Cristobal. I don't think he's a very good coach. And you see that because all Miami's trying to do is take players from the portal. I I feel like Cristobal realizes that he cannot develop guys and the best way for him to succeed is by taking proven talent and using their large alumni base that has a lot of money and just trying to throw money at that at the problems but to get back to the actual game Notre Dame South Carolina I I don't know how I don't know how South Carolina is going to be without their best player and Notre Dame's offense is kind of you know feeling they started to run the ball a lot more uh towards the back half of the season I forget the running back's name but he's a beast like he's built and i don't know if they have any guys going to the draft outside of Michael Mayer's, so i, I think they'll be relatively healthy
1: like fossek isaiah fossek or something? oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah he'll be will be a draft guy one of their dns um you want me to go
0: first sure do you want to go first Cole? irish he's going going the name, two points yeah uh, that's that seems fair
1: yeah Fighting irish uh, i would take south carolina um you talk about quarterback spencer Rattler. Yep. holy cow he stepped up so much towards the end of the year looked fantastic in the Clemson game and the Tennessee game and really well this team to victory in both of those games um and so coming back into the notre Dame game I feel like he will have a lot of momentum heading into this game and this offense has a lot of momentum quite frankly so again it's one of those things where it's like The difference being Notre Dame is kind of just like an average year for them, eight and four, not a ton to play for. doesn't feel like they have a ton of momentum. I kind of felt like they were a little bit worse towards the very end of the season. They didn't look very good in the USC game. Um, So coming into this game, I feel like South Carolina has a lot of uh, positives and a lot of really good momentum. Um,
0: uh, Go ahead. uh, I was going to say Notre Dame, is either starting a true freshman Steve Angeli or Ron Paulus the third, a sophomore. Can I change my um <laughs>
2: That's
1: rough. Meanwhile, South Carolina Spencer Rattler, they're absolutely rolling right now and I think they continue rolling in a game that will be huge for them in a top 25 matchup if I'm not mistaken. So, yep. I'll take South Carolina to win the game outright by four or five.
0: I got to f- I got to figure out what would you, you want to say Cole? So-
2: Spencer Rattler's head is going to get a little too big again. That's the way (laughs) I see it, right? And when we saw that beforehand, shit didn't go so well at Oklahoma. So I feel like he's just not going to play good.
0: And there is something to be said about that. It's going
2: to get so big it'll blow up. He's grown grown up a little bit, right?
0: I hope so. That's what I'm
2: thinking. He still has frosted tips. No, that's just because he's albino, right?
0: Right. So oh, okay. you you well, you watched the USC. He's still a Bag. yeah. He's, he still, he's still is a bag. In <laughs> You that. watched you watched the USC Notre Dame game. Do you remember what that running back's name was?
1: No, I don't. I,
0: I can look it up though, because I because I just tried to look it up on their website um, from the USC game. But I don't, there's so many people that ran the ball in that game that there's no way for me to tell who who the guy was.
1: Oh, Audrick um, Estime, I'm pretty sure.
0: That's that's what I think because it's either Logan Diggs or Audrick Estime, and I I don't know which one. One of them is still on the roster. Um, oh no, they're both still on the roster. I think it's I, I think it's Estime. Estime being. I think it's Estime. Convenient. I think it's number seven. He's built like a Mack truck. Um, oh, he looks yeah. like a Mack yeah. truck.
2: 227. Yeah, five eleven, two
0: twenty seven. Yeah, that's God. the guy I'm thinking of. Um, he. Do, do he, you he's, think he's
1: going to pack his or park his Big Mac truck in South Carolina's little <laughs> garage, if you will? <laughs>
0: Yes, I do. Um, oh. <laughs> as for, yeah, I, I just don't, I don't know. And, and Jaheim Bell didn't exactly put up huge numbers, which is one of the reasons he transferred. He didn't feel like he was being used, but I, I don't know. I, right now, I kind of feel like, like Notre Dame will be able to rely on the run game and, and win, but then again, this game is, you know, a two week, three weeks away, so things can change, and, and who knows. Right. Next game, Orange Bowl, Tennessee, Clemson, six and a half point favorites are the Tigers. And this is another one. Uh, Jalen Hyatt just announced that he is foregoing the game to enter the draft. When you talk about the Clemson defense, because me and Cole touched on this while we were waiting um, uh, for the break or while we were waiting during the break, Trenton Simpson probably gone. Miles Murphy probably gone. Brian Bercy probably gone. Wow. I mean, we're, we're talking about three NFL-level players on that Clemson defense that was, you know, fantastic for most of the season that aren't going to play in this game. Meanwhile, the other team has Joe Milton as their starting quarterback. Their number one wide receiver gone. And so, and I don't know what's happening with Cedric Tillman. I don't I don't know if, if he's entered the transfer portal or if he's planning on staying, but...
1: I think he's going to go pro now. I would he's think gonna...
0: so. I'll, I'll, I'll look and see if, if I missed anything. But
2: all, all I see is DJ is not playing. Which is, is beneficial. Is Shipley going to
0: play?
1: Yeah, I would think so. Yeah.
0: Uh, he seems like a guy that would.
2: And then, like, okay, yes.
0: Cedric Tillman leaving for the NFL draft. Won't play in Orange Bowl. Okay. Dude, so, I don't know who they're going to throw the ball to. There's right. probably some yeah.
2: freshman out of, like, California. <laughs> who knows? Yeah. Who's, gonna, who's but, like a beast. Yeah, exactly. Um, but even though, <laughs> even though Clemson's, like, their, their NFL-level players are leaving, They're just going to replace them with NFL level players.
0: Are they though? Because we're talking about we're talking about two guys. We're talking about two guys that are going to be top ten picks, and then Trenton Simpson, who might be the first linebacker taken.
2: Oh yeah, I would think so. It's just funny how that team was
0: shit. Well, it's because it's because of their freaking quarterback. I I,
2: Dabo should have realized early on that DJ is not the.
0: Okay, so Brew McCoy is is there? Oh wait, is he transferring? Wait, is he transferring? <laughs> he was the guy that transferred from uh, USC. He was a five-star coming out, transferred from USC to Texas, and I think he had to sit the year. He might have had to sit because he because oh. coach didn't leave. He might have. I don't. I don't. Oh, I, don't sure. I don't know. But I think that might be him. I mean, Joe Milton is literally throwing to. Here, I'll read you the names. I'll, I'll read you the names, and there's not many of them: Merrill Walker, Keaton Rammel, and Scroll White. No, Walker, Merrill, Ramel, Keaton, Squirrel White. That's gotcha. it. That's all they have on our lads. Go Squirrel, and our lads is usually is usually really good at at keeping up to date on on these. So I think Jabari Small might play in the game, so they'll have they'll run the ball a lot. But <laughs> I don't
2: know. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe they'll put one of their safeties at wide receiver. They might have in to the And knows? this is
0: the, this is the issue. I if I'm Tennessee, I think about not playing in this game. I might not be able to feel the complete offense.
1: Oh, I got you. It's the Orange Bowl, though. I mean, this is a big game. It is you a know, big
0: game. Traditionally. But I don't know if people care about it anymore. But
2: maybe this, this is a time for those walk-ons to have their moment.
0: <laughs> yeah, let's have walk-ons Rudy, play against four Rudy. and five stars that Clemson well, has. Okay. Prudy,
2: I Uh, I
1: I agree with Cole in the sense that Clemson has to have and I don't know this for a fact, but I would think that behind those 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 guys leaving, they probably have five stars backing them up or at least four stars. And you know, I'll say this, I think both teams are kind of depleted. I would like Tennessee to cover the points at this at this stage. Obviously the offense.
2: I don't know about covering the
0: is Kate Kate Klubnick might be the only quarterback listed on is currently the only quarterback listed on the Lads roster.
1: And that's all they need. I'll, I'll say this: so DJ has gone. Kate Klubnick is a dude. I mean, he's he a, is he is going to be fantastic. Oh, but Shipley's but only a that sophomore. Defense, that defense being as good as it was, and then losing all of their star players heading into this game, it's a big question mark. It really is. I think my guess is Tennessee will be able to move the ball just based on their scheme alone.
0: Brissette has not declared for the draft yet.
2: Wow. Okay, but okay, he will. He's a top ten pick. He's gonna. He may wow. play in this game. I don't think he'll play. He why would he? Play?
0: I'm, I'm double checking, but he his, he's still he's, he's he's it's still true. on the our lads roster, but Miles Murphy isn't, and neither is Trenton Simpson.
1: Oh, I'll play. say this. But Mick, Mick Shay said this. He's like scouts want these players to play in these games. They do. They want them to play in Orange Bowls and all of these games. It's not like they don't think, oh, this doesn't matter. What they think is... What the players think is, are right, we know the scouts want us to play in these games, but they also want us to put up great numbers in the combine. They also want us to look good in our pro days. So let's get prepared for that rather than Brissette was practicing was with the team. Practice. Guess he's going to play then.
0: All right, Clemson by I, twenty. I think a lot of this has to do because he really he really loves Dabo. He loves that program. Yeah. He missed oh, yeah. he missed a good part of the season injury, personal issues. And so I feel like I feel like a guy like this is going to want to play in this game just because it's going to be the last time he plays in a Clemson uniform. Um, we'll see, because uh, this was released eight hours ago, and since then Trenton Simpson has declared for the draft. Um, those are the only three guys, though. So, and then a guy from South Carolina is now apparently, oh, South Carolina Player of the Year, just. Went to Clemson. I thought it was a player from the actual Game Cox that, that decided to transfer. <laughs> Jarvis uh,
2: Green for all the Clemson fans out there.
0: So, so is, it seems like it seems like if they can have Brissette play that game, I feel much more confident about Clemson covering that spread. I really do.
1: Also, these both quarterbacks are more than capable. We've seen Joe Milton play for Tennessee against Vanderbilt. Yeah, 50-60. it was Vanderbilt. They were pretty shiesty coming into that game. No? It's, Five and six coming
2: it's into
0: vague. that game. Hendon Hooker would have done it's a baseball would school. have probably put up 800 points on them.
1: That's fine. But I mean, Milton did exactly what you need him to do. I think he's a more than capable backup
0: quarterback. That's, that's what I I thought he was a capable starting quarterback against Minnesota. That's, and then what happened yeah. the very next what, week years ago, doesn't matter. He's the same guy. He's literally the same quarterback. Just a is big grown, a big arm. No, control. no, I don't. I, just, from what I've seen from him, he does not look like the, he does not look like he's developed at all.
1: <laughs> 56 points against Vanderbilt was pretty impressive. And
2: we'll I, see will, how it
0: goes. I will say it's a little bit of a more quarterback friendly offense than the one Michigan runs. That's fair. But, but when you, who have, is he going to throw the ball to? Yeah. Cade McNamara took
2: his spot. But if there's
1: nobody to rush the passer, I think this Tennessee offense could feast. Could. And Cade Klubnik, I think he's going to feast. Maybe this is a low key, high scoring game like 34 28. Or something like that.
0: <laughs> you you said low key high or, scoring, and then you said thirty. Do you you do realize
2: it's college football, right? That's low scoring college football. I'm gonna put it in the fifties. <laughs>
1: well, well, look at the over under. The over under is probably way under what what I, I, what I said it would be. Yeah. I think I think it'll be something like that. 34, 28, maybe thirty. It'll probably 31. be in the
0: nineties. I feel like next game. Next game is uh, well. I look. I'll, let me. Tee up the next game. Alabama is minus three against Kansas State. I was very shocked at this line. Alabama only favored by three against Kansas State in the Sugar Bowl. We should talk about that real quick while I pull up the over/under for that game.
1: Cole, you want to take it or are you want me?
2: Um, I mean it's it's fairly simple, right? Alabama is just a better team than Kansas State in my opinion. Um,
0: over wow. under sixty three and a half.
2: It all depends. It all depends on if Bryce Young plays.
0: Be slightly under. Yeah, you're a little well, bit under. It?
2: Oh, okay. I was
1: literally one point under.
2: 66. It's also
0: Clemson minus seven as of now.
2: Oh, okay. Oh. Um, yeah. If if Bryce Young, do you think Bryce Young will play?
0: No. no. It'll be Jaden Millrow playing, and I think that's part of the reason why this line's only three. That makes more sense now.
2: Okay. Yeah. So then, Kansas State has a better opportunity to.
0: I don't know if Deuce Vaughn plays.
1: I don't know also- if game- D- dis- uh,
2: they're- oh, they're they're yeah. Uh, I hate this. Their defensive transfer- their
0: defensive end. No, he's going to the draft.
2: No, I hate this transfer draft shit. It's pissing me off now because everything that I've watched over the entire season of college football is just
0: yeah, it's gone that's down that's the drain. Fun. So. I'm, I'm going I'm to it's like if I'm Felix Kansas State, and, and Felix and Uzama there it is
1: is he going to play do we know uh let me see I don't know I kind of feel like these kids. I feel from, like he
0: might be a first-round pick
1: I do too I think these kids from Kansas State might play you look at last yeah, year I do kind um, of agree with you there Ole Miss's starting quarterback I haven't seen what anything about it?
0: it oh Matt Corral
1: Matt Corral, he plays in that game because making the Sugar Bowl was such a big deal for Ole Miss, and that was one of yeah. the most... Uh, impossible-
0: no, I, I agree with you. I think the only guy I see possibly sitting out is Deuce Vaughn just because he's a running back, and there's there's really no reason for him to put extra miles on his legs.
1: True, but I also think he was such a core part of that program. You're right. He him friend right. leave. So if all of those guys from Kansas State stick together and kind of finish off the job of winning the Sugar Bowl, which for a big 12 champion sort of team is kind Beach. of the ultimate goal, yeah. they absolutely have a pathway to winning this game and they've got a lot more reason to be motivated to play this game than Alabama does. And we can sit here and say that, oh, Alabama's you know gonna play angry and all of that stuff. I'll take you back eight or nine years ago to the Sugar Bowl against Oklahoma when Alabama lost outright in kind of an ugly game to Oklahoma.
0: And and the problem is is not only is Alabama dealing with people leaving for the draft, but they've had so so many guys transfer out. Like they've had they've had, I think, like four or five former five stars transfer. One of them one of them a wide receiver that played in Trey Holden. And so I don't like Jaden Milro isn't great at throwing the football to begin with, but I, 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 you talked me into Kansas State. If we were picking this game, Kansas State to win outright. If we were picking this game today, I think I'm going to take Kansas State. I just, it's, it's for the sole reason that I think every, like you said, everybody's going to be bought in to play this game.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm going to change. I completely forgot that people would not be playing again. Um, So yeah, Kansas State's most likely going to win this game. The Alabama defense is pretty much all going to the draft. The and
0: their defense wasn't that that special. Um, Brian Branch, um, Will Anderson, obviously. Will Anderson. There was another. There was another DB in there that I think was going to go, but it's like probably won't play. I'll I'll try and see if if like, I can find anything.
2: But yeah, the, the Kansas State guys will definitely want to play more than the Alabama guys. It's just how it is.
0: Be very very motivated my opinion. Next game is going to be a really fun one. I'm excited for it. I know over is excited for it. USC Tulane in the Cotton Bowl. USC only a point-and-a-half favorite. Explain me why why this line could be the way it is.
1: Okay, Jordan Addison won't play. I think that's a given. I think he's already declared for the draft, and he is an absolute dude. I don't know if Tuipo- I feel like he's gone. Is going to play. I would doubt it.
2: Transfer? Um, no, he's getting and, drafted. Oh, I
1: okay. would guess... Yeah, I yeah, I, I I think that's about it on the defense. 2-0 fluo. Okay. I don't know if we will play. Um, there's we'll one. see how that goes. There's, but I still think this is, line is pretty
2: crazy to me. Yeah, yeah but there, there's only one name that I care about. I was going to say, because a lot of... Caleb Williams. That's, right.
0: So a lot of these that's Alabama quiet. guys are... Um, are opt-outs for the transfer portal. I don't see Will Anderson's name on this list. I don't see Brian Branch's name on this list. It's no just way. the only names. The only names I recognize are either a starting lineman. Uh, I think there's one starting lineman on there, and then all of them are former uh, four or five stars.
1: I would love that. I hope. I hope those guys play, and we get an awesome Sugar Bowl. That would be awesome to me.
0: I'll try to see if any are opting out for the did draft Bryce, rather Ray, than
2: Bryce Young opt out. yet.
0: he hasn't yet.
2: Okay, then.
1: That would be awesome. I hope he doesn't.
0: Uh, Here it is. Oh, Bijan, Roshan, and DeMarvion Overshown are all gone for Texas.
2: Yep. (laughs) Yep. Sorry about (laughs) me, but they're (laughs) going to lose. Will Levis.
0: Christian Gonzalez, cornerback from Oregon. He's a good player. Joey Porter Jr. is not playing for um, Penn State. Wanya Morris, offensive lineman for Oklahoma. Dante Dimas, that's my guy.
2: I don't know. Okay,
0: so Michael Mayer is the only Notre Dame player so far that's opted out.
2: Okay, but he's gonna be a first round tight end.
0: Um,
1: that that hurts him. That hurts him in a big way. That definitely does. And obviously, Drew Pine won't play. Okay, so that's
0: that's all I have. That's that's all I have. Two four seven. That was as of two days ago. Those are like the big names um, for some of these bowl games. So I, honestly, I have no idea. Um, I, I honestly hope that you know. I don't know. I, is this a New Year's Day or game, or is this a I think so. January. No, I think it's a no, thirty-first game. What sugar?
2: Sugar January, bowl. Sugar bowl is usually. Is it the second? Uh, it is a. Oh,
1: sugar bowl. Yeah, sugar bowl is. I think second night, the night of January second. Because I, because I,
0: I f- almost feel like we should talk about this game when when I come back from my vacation to see like get updated who's opting out because this We're game pick that game because this game. But I almost feel like we should come back on the pod and talk about it along with the playoff matchups, just because like. I think it's. A, I think this is one of the most yeah. intriguing games, and you know, depending on who who plays and who doesn't, it could be one of those games where it's like this is the class of the SEC versus the class of the Big Twelve this year. And if they right. don't play, you know, we'll just mention in passing and, and not really talk about it.
1: No, I actually agree. That's what I was saying. Like we can pick that game on the pot.
0: Like oh yeah yeah
2: yeah.
0: Tulane uh, oh. USC. Um, kind of touched on it. Caleb wanna, Williams is going to play. you
2: want to talk about it or? Uh, he's if Caleb Williams is playing,
0: which. He's going to
2: because actually, still has to play I don't next year, know.
0: Right? I don't know how his hammy's going to be.
1: That, yeah, that's the only issue. But he's, I think after a month, yeah, I think he should had, be fine. Well, Darren so Waller
0: much, had a strained yeah. hamstring and he's been out for okay, 18 Darren, months. Darren, Walser, hey, Darren Waller's a pussy. Darren <laughs> Waller was also on drugs. So,
2: <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: yeah, Caleb Williams is going to be fine.
2: He's going to play. And USC is going to win by at least 10.
1: I like it. Uh, yeah, I would take USC as well. Like he said. Caleb Williams plays. This is a, I mean, this should be an absolute easy win for USC. And I think what the Vegas people are going with is this is pretty much two lane Super Bowl, the Cotton Bowl against yeah. USC. They won't play in a game like this in years. They'll want Well, to when they get back, back and
0: make the college football playoff.
1: Yeah, I guess. Yeah, true.
0: <laughs> the <It's AAC> <laughs> is
2: back in business. Well, baby. listen,
0: you got to think about it. Like, who is their competition
2: now in the American? Absolutely no one. It's the same um, thing Cincinnati had. Well, they had SMU? <laughs> Well, SMU, maybe. Ohio. <laughs> Ohio
1: Bob Gatz
0: out of the MAC. Listen, Curtis is going to be gone <laughs> by the time that, no. the, that, that the expanded playoff comes around. So unless, unless Mike's dream comes true yeah. and there's another Rourke.
1: CJ Harris. I don't know. Maybe he pops off. I'm going with USC. I think USC wins this game by 17 points. I don't care. Listen, Tulane can want this as bad as they want it. And even if Jordan Addison doesn't play, I still have Mario Williams. I still have Jerry Rice's, you know, prodigal son.
0: Um, How do you think he's feeling? He left Colorado to go to USC, and now uh, Dion's at Colorado. Do you think he's? You think he's
1: a little bit left out? He might go back because I mean, um, he's
0: what? He's like wide receiver three or four at USC right now.
1: Uh, yeah, wide receiver three for sure. Okay, and 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 without uh, Jordan Addison, he'll be wide receiver two. So
0: he maybe, should have a lot of production. Maybe he's not too uh, too sad.
2: Oh no, he'll be so fine.
0: next so year. Next loaded. year he'll have.
1: They're so loaded at wide receiver. Jordan Addison leaving really doesn't hurt them. Uh, I still think they should have somebody. Raleigh Brown would be my guess at that running back position yeah. because Austin Jones is out for the season. And then defensively, it's a lot Tule's of young gone. guys. I think Thule's gone. And other than Thule, Thule, low two, they're probably not missing anybody. So I think a lot of those young guys yeah, will get the chance to play and no, play well. Before, I think USC wins this game convincingly.
0: I wanted so desperately to take two lane in this game, but it's a point and a half. I can't do that. I can't do that. Um, I reserve the right to wait and make this pick for now. Um, but as if the if I was forced to pick today it would be USC. That's a point and a half. That's disrespectful. It is yes. I don't but, get it. It LSU Purdue in the Citrus Bowl, ten and a half point favorites LSU. Uh, I don't listen, I don't understand because at least from my knowledge. Most of the Purdue guys, if not all of them, are playing in this game.
2: Purdue, right. Purdue is a pretty decent team. I'm not going to lie.
0: And I mean, we got tasty. we got a new coach. Um, something winners. What's his first name? Ryan Walters. Ryan Walters. where did he come Winters. from? Uh, he was, he the was the Illinois DC. Illinois. Uh, which honestly, <laughs> I loved his first move. Which you nice saw team? it. You saw it, right? You saw his first move. That was right. that was the, because apparently Brom. Went to Maccabi. That was one of his like first things he did, or, or like, you know, relatively speaking, after getting the job was hey Maccabi, you want to come with?
2: Really? That's
0: what I that's what I saw uh on, school on, on the Twitter school? timeline.
2: Louisville. Ah. Uh, okay.
0: And uh and I feel like from Walters doing that on day one is huge. Right. Um, can be
1: staying. I know that.
0: He better be. Yeah, Better be. Uh but like I don't know. I don't know who's playing for LSU. I, I know that one of their corners has opted out. Um, we know Kayshawn Boutte is coming back. That was a shocking decision to both of us. Shocking. Um I, I don't really know who else on their team is is going to be picked relatively high in the draft and wouldn't benefit from playing in this game. But I still think Purdue is kind of slept on in an, ten and a half with with Aiden O'Connell and Charlie Jones, who was. I mean, in all in all measurements, a top five wide receiver in college football this season, yep. Payne Durham. Is Payne going to play?
1: I think so. If he goes in the draft, it'll be late, so I would think so. Okay,
0: so Payne's going to play. I just don't know how this team doesn't at least cover the 10.5 if not win outright. Exactly. That's what I was going to say.
2: Like I feel like LSU will win this game, but they will not cover the spread. The Purdue team is... Too disciplined defensively, yeah. and offensively they can they have the big hitters and they can score points. So, so
1: yeah, I would I would assume Charlie Jones is playing. Aiden O'Connell's playing. Maki mm-hmm. will probably play. Well, Aiden O'Connell is Aiden-
0: obviously going to play. He he only benefits from playing in this game, being a late round draft pick.
1: Right. Uh, The only issue for Purdue will be this coaching staff that's currently there. Drew Brees will be the quarterback coach. That's really cool. Um, Yeah, not quick. (laughs) No
0: way. Uh, That's awesome. That's yeah, it's
1: really cool. That's huge for Aiden (laughs) O'Connell. Some of the other guys on the staff, they're not fully bought in. They already have one foot out the door going a little. I did see that. Brian Brom is the interim head coach. He literally will be the Louisville OC.
0: I was going to ask you that: is he going? Is he going to Louisville? A bunch of Purdue fans
1: were saying, "Oh, let's make him the full-time OC and just let him call plays. Pretty, pretty much give him Jeff's responsibilities, yeah. just not make him the head coach." But he already said, "I'm going to Louisville to be the OC." So,
0: <laughs> so uh, just so he can sit in his brother's shadow again. Like I don't get yeah, it. That's there's frustrating. There's obviously some
1: personal family stuff there, but it's frustrating.
0: How about how about Drew Brees? OC.
1: Oh, I want it so badly. The question is, he won't
2: do it. He won't do it just because he has too many young kids at home,
1: right?
0: They That's can exactly right. Purdue court future Purdue quarterbacks, though. Right. I right? mean,
2: in theory, yes, um, but he's going to coach them all the way through their careers. We got honestly.
0: about seven minutes left to squeeze in. Penn State, Utah. Utah is two and a half two point favorites. Uh, two and a half point favorites. Um, you know, uh, all things that go for Penn State outside of Joey Porter Jr., it seems like they're gonna have they're gonna have Catron uh, Allen. They're gonna have Nick Singleton. They're two freshman studs at running back. Sean Clifford absolutely is gonna play in this game. Are you kidding me? It's this last time as a Penn State quarterback. Um, other than that, I, Utah's. I think Utah is only missing Dalton Kincaid. But I mean, that's a big miss. I was miss.
1: gonna ask about him. He's the only guy that they think he's, is gonna leave.
0: Tavarian Thomas, running back, might also be gone too. So other than that i think it's going to be camerizing I, I i don't know this, too many of their wide receivers but this is going to
2: be a really good game
0: pj moostopher is going to play for uh for penn state he's their d tackle he's a disruptor up front really like him i mean these these were two
2: like in during the middle of the season these were two potential playoff teams Right? Uh, I
0: don't know if Penn State well, was ever okay. Penn State just because after of the, the strength Michigan, of schedule. I just I just feel like you know right. but,
1: before the loss to Michigan like week five ish. Yeah, yeah, but, but I mean, they they, they just,
0: came in. You know, we're talking about six weeks into the season and right
2: okay it is, what it, it is. It doesn't. It doesn't help Penn State when they don't play any other ranked teams besides because the Big Ten the was down. Four.
0: Well, because the Big Ten sucks. Other than the Big Ten doesn't suck. The Big Ten plays an extra conference game, and so uh, you're talking about an eight and four team. Yeah. when the SEC has a bunch of nine and three teams. That, uh, that's right. fair,
2: but it's it also like Penn Penn State can definitely keep up with Utah, and Utah can keep up with Penn State. It will be a close game. I'm taking no matter Penn State what. to win outright. Really. I like that. I was taking Utah to cover. Because what is it, two and a half? It's two and a half. I think Utah wins by three.
0: I think Utah Mm -hmm. loses their second consecutive Rose Bowl to a Big Ten. Well, obviously to a Big Ten team, but...
1: I like that. I'm going to go with Penn State as well. I think Penn State wins outright. I think they are very motivated in this game to kind of prove themselves. They had a great year, but got overshadowed. Parker Washington not playing.
0: I just realized that. Parker Washington is not playing. I think he's declared for the draft.
1: OK, um, you know, they played, you know, they were kind of just overshadowed and a bit underrated because they lost their two biggest games of the season. Well, those two teams that they lost to pretty much beat everybody else they were playing. So it wasn't like they were alone in that sense. This Penn State team is a really solid team. They haven't been able to prove themselves because, like we said, the Big Ten is kind of viewed as weaker if they beat Utah in this game, it will be an incredibly successful season for James Franklin, winning the Rose Bowl and having an, an 11-win season. That is something he can hang his hat on. Yeah. And I think these players are willing to rally themselves around that. They're not losing a lot of production due to the transfer portal or draft. Um, this is, like you said, I think all systems go for Penn State to win this game outright. And Sean Clifford, I don't know. I think he'll be able to get the job done. Yeah, uh, uh, this-
0: It's his last game at Penn State.
1: By the way, this running game against Utah's run defense, watch out. Nick Singleton, he could go off
0: Katron Allen in. too, two freshmen that have been that were dudes this year. I'm telling you that this Penn State team, maybe not next year, but in twenty four, I don't know who they have wide receiver wise coming in, but with Katron Allen, Nick Singleton, and Drew Larr, I feel like that could be a sneaky good playoff team, uh come come twenty twenty four. Um I forgot Washington was already hurt. Uh, I think he got hurt at it, in one of those weird games in November um, that didn't really matter, so he wasn't going to play regardless. Um, but I, I still think that you, you look at the weapons available. I still think Penn State's probably got the edge.
1: Yep, I do too.
0: I think uh, I think we got, I, we beat the buzzer. Uh, We've got three minutes left of our recording, and we and we were able to get all seven of those games in. Um, spent a lot of time on Tennessee, Clemson, because. That's you know it's six for seven I believe, um,
2: and it's the game. first it's the first true Orange bull in a very very long time, so it's very important.
1: Never? I mean, two Orange yes. teams. Yeah, yeah I, it, I don't it could really, be ever.
0: Um, we do we do all ha- also have to remember that we have tie-ins. This is the second to last year that tie-ins are going to matter. Yes, I I wonder what, and we'll have to talk about this quickly. Um, I wonder what happens if you know we get to that point. Our are we gonna still have like similar tie-ins, or like is the higher seed gonna pick which bowl they want to play in?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. I would think, uh, I would think the the higher seed would probably pick.
0: I think we should just do uh, second round home games so that we avoid all that.
1: That would be cool. That would be very cool. Okay. Um, I think you know it's important when we come back we'll talk a lot a lot a lot about the cultural pop playoff semifinals
0: well we still have we still have our Monday takeaway or our Tuesday takeaway show that'll we'll, we'll film next Monday so don't don't worry we'll have that and we'll try to get another uh, civil War episode um, out before then to kind of give you an update as to what's happening there but I will be on vacation well we will be on vacation for an extended period of time um, it, don't expect a new episode until the 30th um, that's gonna be the the date. It's either gonna be the 30th or the 31st right before those games happen um so look be on the lookout for that other than that we're gonna take a a nice little break and then uh we're gonna come back and it's gonna be college football playoff nfl playoffs we're gonna get into mock draft season it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun time nba college basketball it's gonna be fun just because football is coming to an end doesn't mean run the table is
1: Right. <laughs> hey, get excited for the December 30th episode. That episode is it's going gonna to be, be a good awesome. one. It's going to be a really good one. Georgia, Ohio State. It's
0: going to be awesome. Thank you guys so much for watching. Hope you enjoyed. Catch you on the flip. See ya.